The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, power horse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to help fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Plus, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. All right, guys, welcome back. Jeremy Contone for Nick Costas. It is Ken Barkley here with me, as always. It's You Better You Bet, brought to you by Bet MGM right here on the BetQL Network. Now, I don't know if it's good news or bad news. I can see myself on the screen. I can see you. Uh, things, things are much better. Called, it's just it's one of those weird news. things. Yeah, Maybe not for the viewer, <laughs> so, but, you know, see yourself. It's good. That's the the way it goes man and we were we were talking about some documentaries in the commercial break and i'm sure uh, once we get to you better you bet ybyb jeopardy there'll be some stuff in there as well but um you know one of the things that w- you always do and you always get to is this this badass breakdown and i i, I thought things were kind of winding down and then it, it apparently yeah. i think it probably <laughs> got a lot more interesting over the past couple weeks since i haven't been yeah. on here right yeah it's it's man i Really? Like, we still don't know who's going to win three things? Like, really? <laughs> we only have six things. It's September in a couple days. This, uh, yeah, why don't we start with that NBA Baseball Awards is what we're talking about, by the way, for people who don't know. And uh, and Jake, I, Jake, we have you today, right? Jake and I, haven't. we didn't talk before the show or anything. I think we have Jake as well. Uh, based on that music selection and uh, kind of everything come back, I think that was, that was a very Jake call. Yeah, Jake's back. So, um, so Jake, we'll bring you on this stuff too, obviously, because it's really interesting. And there are so let's let's set the table for like what's decided and what's not decided. Uh, Shohei Otani is going to win AL MVP. Uh, Gunnar Henderson is going to win AL Rookie of the Year, and Corbin Carroll is going to win NL Rookie of the Year. That's congratulations to the three of them. Wrap done. Cool. Uh, Carroll's like minus five thousand, and Matt McLean, who was the only player who could catch him, got hurt, and so that's done. 
uh gunner is going to be the one where people are like 100 and i'm here to tell you 100 and at, i don't even know i honestly don't know who's going to come in second tristan costas maybe could end up coming in second he hits a million home runs in the next 30 games he could he could do something kind of fun but i mean he's three wins behind in in war projects i mean just like what like i, I don't understand what the case is so congratulations to those three players uh awesome not going to talk about those three markets the other three markets which are nl mvp al cy young and nl cy young remain some some varying degrees of really interesting and nl mvp is the one that's gotten talked about and written about a ton recently because of the one of the most insane months that like a player has ever had uh mookie bets in august batting 450 with like 15 home runs in a month the month's not over yet <laughs> and uh and so because he has that amazing month and has actually gotten better every single month of the season is july was very good also and because he's done this like otherworldly month he and ronald acuna are now kind of in this really heated like neck and neck race to win this mvp that everyone thought was acuna for like a really long time uh at bet mgm i think alex puts his note in our chat from bet mgm last week acuna was minus 500 to win the minus 500 to win this award now i don't think that was actually tuesday of like i follow this pretty closely and like have some mookie like not a lot but i Acuna was like a really he I believe he was minus 500 I'm just not sure it was like exactly seven days ago maybe like about a week ago about minus 500 Mookie Betts was 11 to 1 Mookie Betts became a favorite yesterday then Acuna <laughs> played the Rockies last night and hit a home run and had a basis clearing double and got tackled by people in like a really dangerous scary situation that's really weird and like is only going to be forgotten immediately because nothing violent happened but like could have been really bad and uh and now Acuna has that great game last night, and he's the favorite again. So you have this neck-and-neck race probably between just two players. Freddie Freeman's awesome, but, like, Betts feels like the guy for the Dodgers that will be contending for this award. And uh, an award that we basically spent very little time talking about on the show. Jeremy, you were on with me all summer. I mean, we punted NL MVP a lot because it was uninteresting because Acuna was so far ahead, and Mookie just kind of catches fire, and now it's really interesting again. So the current price is at MGM. Ron Lacuna is minus 150. Mookie Betts is plus 110. Just to put that in perspective, Ron Lacuna was plus 125 before yesterday's game against the Rockies and moved 75 cents on a home run and a bases clearing double. And Mookie Betts was minus 145 and moved 55 cents on doing nothing in one game. And uh, and I think that just kind of gives you an idea of how push and pull this stuff is right now with, with two guys who are really close to each other. So any kind of thoughts, Jeremy, I is just like somebody who's been kind of watching these teams and players really closely? Yeah, I think this is one of those ones where just from doing the show with you, it speaks highly to the fact that you say almost certainly, but not, you know, or I, I don't know the words that you technically use. Like, is it a foregone conclusion this guy wins the award? 99.9% .9 of the time he does, and Mookie Betts has just done that one thing that we didn't expect to see. Sure. Um, Acuna did get the stolen base benchmark that we were looking for last night with 60. Does that matter in the grand scheme of things because he's doing something that's never been done before? I've asked you this question, but now here we are where we have two guys that are competing, one that's been ahead of the other one. But we don't. if Mookie Betts is better next month than he was this month, I mean, God forbid what's going to happen and how the Dodgers are going to look. Right, and it's, you know, Mookie goes hitless yesterday. And I wouldn't say, like, you could see that coming, but he had had such a huge series against Boston. And, uh, you know, all of his, like, kind of te teammates and, and 
manager and everything. Like, every, everybody was kind of saying the same thing, which is, man, he's like exhausted right now. Like the Boston series was really, really, really important to him. And so the idea that he kind of bricked yesterday, they didn't do very well. In retrospect, it's kind of like, well, yeah, I mean, guy hit like 800 for three days against his former team <laughs> at their place. Like pretty crazy series. And, uh, and so, you know, to kind of whiff on one game against a really good pitcher, by the way, I know that they lit up Zach Allen a little bit last night, but like Zach Allen too. And, uh, and so I don't know if that's that surprising. I think there, there are like three kind of ways to approach this problem, or there are three things that you should combine in your handicap of NL MVP down the stretch. And each of them are varying degrees of important, right? So the first thing is going to be how have the players performed statistically up to this point in the season? So let's call that like thing number one of three. Thing number two of three is going to be how do they project to play the rest of the season? And there isn't very much rest of the season. So that's going to start to become kind of less and less important because we have like 120 games of thing one. We only have like 30 games left of thing two. And then the third part of NL MVP handicapping is going to be uh, trying to either predict or just examine what the voters say they're going to do. And usually they follow through on what they say they're going to do. So you can do that through polling. There should be an NL MVP poll out probably out by the end of this week. Otherwise, next week, September 1st is usually when a poll is released. We've had about four of them so far. Uh, Acuna has been way ahead in all of them, but we've also haven't had one since Mookie Betts has done this stuff. So like maybe it's really close. Maybe Betts is way ahead. We don't we don't really know. But it's that combination of, okay, like it's almost like who do I think is ahead? Who do I think will play the best? And what are the voters going to do? And as we get late in the season, Jeremy, the third thing ends up starting to trump all the all the other stuff. And like, we're going to get really close to me busting out a saying that we're going to use for all three of these markets. We're not there yet, but we're getting really close, which is when the voters tell you who they're going to vote for, just believe them. <laughs> like, just if they're yeah. telling you they're doing something, even if you think it's stupid, just believe them. And so I think it'll be really interesting when we see the next poll for this. Like, uh, if you use the the first and the second part of this, like who's ahead statistically, who figures to be ahead at the end of the year, the answer to that question is Mookie Betts. Like, Mookie Betts is ahead statistically right now. The two players are extremely close in offensive runs above replacement. They basically kind of pass each other each day in that category. It's a very predictive statistic of who wins. And in overall war projection, Betts is about a half run ahead of Ronald Acuna in both war projections. Betts is ahead right now. And be like, well, Acuna got the steals. Great. You know what we have in baseball? All-encompassing metrics of player value. So we don't have to argue about how many doubles a guy has and how many steals a guy has and how many runs batted. We came up with a way to not have to do that. And and Betts is ahead. So like, and uh, John Heyman, who we have on the show sometimes, was on MLB Network earlier today, had his ballot. He has bets. So like, that's where we're at right now. I actually think, like, thing number one, like what Ken thinks, statistically, Betts is ahead. Who projects the best the rest of the season? This is a little tougher, right? They're both awesome. Betts is the one who's the hottest right now, for sure. But like they both project phenomenally. Then there isn't neither neither is injured. This is where like an injury or something, like a guy could get rested for 10 games. Like, I don't think either of those things are gonna happen to the degree that they need to be factored in. So thing two, I think you kind of put to the side for a second. And then thing three, we just don't know the answer to yet. We haven't had a recent poll. What what is Betts, what is his August worth? in terms of capturing first place votes among likely voters in this poll. Acuna basically got every vote a month ago. Is Betts gonna get half of those? More than half? I have no idea what the answer to that is. And that's where it's like, well, when the voters tell you what they're gonna do, just believe them. If they've all flipped to Betts, I gotta listen to that. If they're all still on Acuna, 
I got to listen to that. It doesn't matter what I think then at that point. So we're so late in the season. Yeah, like, look, statistics, you're in a closet looking at numbers. Bets is ahead. It may not See, matter what they have may have no impact on what the voting is. So crazy, too, to think about, like, because, again, for me, it's I, I'm periodically doing shows with you and popping in. And so I get we're here. I leave and come back, and then all of a sudden, something that looks so far apart and that it was a foregone conclusion. And granted, things things happen. Uh, bets got really hot. It's yeah, just I had 500 for a month. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. just, it's insane. It's, it's, uh, every I mean, day was, was better like four than, with runs. Yeah, so. Better than Luisa Rise, but with power, too. I mean, it's just, right. you know, and then Acuna's just been so positions. consistent all year long. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing that nobody's talking about. I mean, they said, God, we don't have a second baseman. And then he moves to second. It's like, oh, our shortstop got hurt. And then he moves to short. And it's like he's playing everywhere. They talked about it in the All-Star game. Um, both of them are very deserving. I mean, there's there's no question about it. But uh, I just I, – I mean, the season Acuna's having just seems so ridiculous to me from a statistical standpoint. Sure. But, again, you're right. They, they factor in everything. Yeah. <laughs> right. So is best. I mean, so is best. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just – I think – okay, so, like – I think everyone wants to kind of plant their flag and be like, this guy is going to win. And we'll do NL Cy Young in a second. It's also okay to be like, yeah, you know who's going to win? Like whoever has the best 30 games, like the next 30 games. Like they're really close to each other right now. I would just, I don't, but I hesitate in even saying Betts is ahead, like right now in the vote, like in the voters' minds. Like he's ahead to me the way I look at stuff, but I don't know if he's ahead. I don't know if people feel that way. Like if you took a poll, guess what we're going to do that really soon hopefully i don't know what that's been worth and sometimes like i can be wrong about how voters think about stuff that's why the poll that's why polling is really interesting when you get it with certain award markets we haven't had one for either rookie of the year all year and that's why it was kind of fun to be like well i think gunner's way ahead and then finally you know there's this a catalyst moment where he almost hits for the cycle and the market goes crazy and it's like yeah no kidding and but we didn't you know we didn't have any polling in that market we have polling here and if I'm, when we get the next one, like, I'm going to be really interested. My guess is, like, what do I think the next poll is going to look like? I, I forget how many exact voters. Like, let's say they take 30. They take way more than that for this poll. But let's say they take 30. Uh, I will guess that it is, like, 1812 Acuna. That's my guess in the next okay. poll. Something like that. So, like, I think Acuna will still be ahead. I think it'll be very close. And uh, I think the other thing is, like, whoever doesn't put one guy first will have the other guy second. So you won't really have, like... A lot else going on. I doubt anyone's flipped, flipped to like Freddie Freeman's first or second. I think it's everyone's going to have those two guys, one or two in some order. So it will be who gets the most first place votes. I'll say it's really close, narrow edge Acuna still. But I think it's, I think that's where we're at. I think it's really close. And if it's really close, by the way, then that doesn't mean that like someone should be out there being like, this is the best bet of all time. Like, you know, you know, you know what we don't know what the next 30 games are going to be like. You know what it is? Really close right now. And yeah, like, if half the people pound the table for Acuna and half the people pound the table for bets, then guess what? At the end, half the people get to say, like, I was such a genius. I knew the entire time when in reality, like somebody was going to get to do that. There's only two sides. It's like an NFL side on a Sunday. Half the people get to say they were geniuses and half are like, oh, bad luck. It's like, cool. It's just maybe we just don't know yet. Maybe we're just undecided. And uh, and so from a betting standpoint, just to like try to offer some advice here on what's one thing I would not do is like look at the betting market day to day and think it's really predictive of who's going to win. So like the idea that Ronald Acuna could hit one home run and could go from like 125 dog to 150 favorite 
kind of gives you an idea of how crazy town we are we are right now yeah. and like that's that doesn't mean that he was like behind and now is way ahead it doesn't mean that it means that just like people bet acuna and they move the number and you know more people bet him than probably should have bet him but it, it's it was one game like gunner henderson went minus 180 to minus 600 on hitting for this almost hitting for the cycle in one of 162 does anybody think that's a market <laughs> like rationally or like no. or like accurately he was already way ahead and the market like finally caught up to that and whatever's happened with mookie bets has already happened like the fact that he's had a crazy august and it's close we're there it's in this there's no more and so yeah, if you want to try to get crazy here, you know, is it is it bet the plus guy wherever you can find him, either one, and just like keep building small, tiny profits on like both guys night to night? Is it that they play each other coming up very soon, which is very interesting? Uh, we'll do NL Cy Young. Spencer Strider's next start will be against the Dodgers, so like you'll have Acuna versus Betts and Strider versus the Dodgers coming up. I think that's this weekend actually, and wow. uh, and so that'll be crazy too. But like, I think it's okay to say like. Not only do I not know who's going to win, I don't think the voters have, I don't, I think a hundred percent of them have not made up their minds. And I think this series coming up will decide a lot of the price fluctuations. And I think obviously what happens in the final 30 games will decide it. So like, don't believe somebody who's like, it's this guy has to be him. Like what a stupid opinion to have right now. Like it's way wide open. The, the price drop on bets has happened. I don't think anybody knows what the next 30 games are going to bring. And the series this weekend will like cause more price fluctuations one way or another. At this point, you're, you're basically like one guy builds a big lead. You bet him. Otherwise, if we're just nip and tuck down the stretch, you're trying to gather like plus money on the other guy back and forth, back and forth. That's hard to do too. And that's where we're at right now. This is bonkers. I mean, it's almost like I wish the uh, major league baseball would watch this chase and just start throwing these guys on the screen of, MLB tonight and what they're doing. Maybe those guys just had tickets of Acuna when they ran out on the field to hug him. All right, we've got more coming up, more badass baseball futures. We'll get in all that. Jeremy Kahn, Ken Barkley, it's You Better You Bet right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. On the Bet- 